of the original New Testament. Whatever we may decide about these views, they are all topics that modern scholars debate. And there are many more, as we'll see in the course of these 24 lectures. These issues matter, of course, to Christian believers, but they should matter to everyone, whether Christian or not, since these are important features of the early Christian religion, and Christianity has been and is a dominant force in Western as well as parts of Eastern civilization, whether we think in religious terms or in social, political, cultural, or economic terms. Understanding Christianity better means understanding our civilization and our world better. And that means understanding ourselves and where we came from, whether we are Christian or not. To achieve that understanding, we're going to focus in these lectures on the first three centuries of the Christian Church, from the birth of Jesus to the Emperor Constantine, who made Christianity a legal religion in the fourth century. We're going to look at that period because everything that happened in the Christian religion afterward is rooted in the events of those early centuries. And so, our first controversial topic, was Jesus born in Bethlehem? This topic involves one of those rare questions from the ancient world that becomes relevant and important to people today, every year in fact, during the Christmas season. Many Christian believers will answer the question, yes, of course Jesus was born in Bethlehem, since that's what the Bible says. But as we'll see, there are historical problems that make that answer problematic. This is a subject that really matters. For one thing, many Christian believers think that the Messiah had to be born in Bethlehem in order to fulfill prophecies found in the Old Testament. But what if Jesus wasn't really born there? Moreover, two of our Gospels explicitly say that he was born there. Could they be wrong? Are there bona fide mistakes in the New Testament? And so a lot is riding on this question. To make sense of our approach to the issue, we have to ask a basic historical question. How do we establish what happened in the past? The answer is that, like any historian, we need sources to know about past events. For Jesus, our sources are better than for the vast majority of people who ever lived. Of course, for most people in the past, we have no record at all of their existence. Well, we do have record of Jesus' existence, mainly in Gospels that were written about his life. The term Gospel comes from a Greek word, which means good news. These books are called good news because they're written by Christians to proclaim the good news of Jesus' life, teachings, death, and resurrection. We have about 50 Gospels from early Christianity. Only four of those Gospels made it into the New Testament. These are the first four of the 27 books of the New Testament, and these four are the only books of the New Testament that tell us the stories about Jesus' life. Moreover, these four Gospels of the New Testament are the earliest Gospels that we have among the 50 or so that survive. Our New Testament Gospels are Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. 
Typically, it's understood among scholars that Mark was the first of our Gospels to be written, possibly around the year 65 or 70 CE. So if Jesus died around the year 30 CE, Mark, the first Gospel, would have been written 35 or 40 years later. Matthew and Luke were written maybe 10 or 15 years after Mark, so possibly 80 to 85 CE. And the Gospel of John was probably our last Gospel written, around 90 to 95 CE. Later in our course, we'll see that the other Gospels from outside the New Testament tend to be late and legendary. They're valuable for knowing about what later Christians thought, and many of these other Gospels are very entertaining indeed but they're a very limited historical value. These four that are in the New Testament are important not only as documents of faith, but also as historical sources. Sometimes these Gospels are wrongly discounted by people.